Blog Talk Radio. Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor, because a healthy body is a sexy body. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very, very special podcast tonight with our Blog Talk Radio Modern Love Show. This is Dr. Brenda. Tonight, we welcome author and poet, Richard Rudd to the show. You're going to hear a pre-recorded interview with Richard in just a moment because he lives in Devon, England. So we did this at a time that Richard could be awake for the interview. I just want you to know that if you'd like to add more inspiration and more upliftment to your life, you can send us an email at love at docway.com. Join us for classes, seminars, or retreats. We'd love to have you. Many blessings, and here comes that interview with Richard. You're going to love it. Welcome to Modern Love Radio. I'm Dr. Brenda Wade, your modern love doctor, and I am so excited about today's guest and this interview. If you've been looking for inspiration in your life, if you'd like to take your love life To the next level, the key might be hidden in your spirituality because nothing fires up love quite like spirituality. And today's guest has discovered a revolutionary new philosophy that's going to awaken your heart, ignite your soul, and maybe give your love life that extra boost you've been seeking. Our guest is Richard Rudd the author of the book Gene Keys, which has become a worldwide phenomenon, a very, very interesting book. And those of you who know how I love science, psychology, and spirituality all blended together, you'll know why I love Richard's work. And Richard has a very interesting story and a fascinating journey that all led to him synthesizing this writing of Gene Keys in 2002. It took seven years to write the book, and Richard's going to tell us all about it. Welcome, Richard. So glad to have you. Thank you. It's really lovely to be here. Well, from across the world, are you in Devon, England? I am. I'm in the the west of um, England, South Devon. It's a beautiful place. South Devon. I haven't been there. What's it like there? Um, it's it's famous because it has this wonderful area of moorland called Dartmoor with these wild rivers that flow down off the moor and a moor is like a kind of heathland a bog heathland with jutting rocks it's a really really stunning and uh, striking area very beautiful hmm. so we can all picture you there with the jutting rocks and the running yeah, river a exactly. fitting place for someone who's been doing the work you've been doing Richard, how did you start on this journey to becoming an author and a teacher 
of principles that are spiritual yet practical. How did you get there? Um, it's a, it's a <laughs> I suppose it can be a short story. It is a, it is a long story. Um, essentially, I spent my twenties um, as a seeker, traveling the world, and uh, because I had I was lucky enough to have uh, a modest inheritance. I used it to go off and um, try and get answers to some of the questions that were inside me. And um, so I, w I was lucky enough to spend a lot of time moving in different areas around the world and studying with different teachers in the East. And um, it was really it was really an exciting time. And then it sort of came to a crux for me um, when I had a, a big experience, one of those you hear about every now and again, um, uh, where I, I suppose you could say I, I kind of saw the light, and uh, for three days and three nights I was in this uh, very very heightened state of consciousness, and in that state, um, I I saw my destiny, and um, it was an extraordinary time, and and here I am, however many years later. Um, having followed that star that, that was so... So, Richard, we're all burning to know how you got to that heightened state. Is it something we need to buy or inject? <laughs> what do we got here, Richard? <laughs> no, it was one of those a-causal events, if you know what I mean. It, it wasn't caused by anything. It just happened. And uh, I, I had been contemplating, um, meditating a bit. I, You know, I had a lot of questions burning inside me but um, there was I just woke up one morning and I was in it and uh, so it's not something that um, I guess it was a gift of grace to me but it makes sense in the context of the rest of my life and in what came later um, and in what I'm doing now uh, because it's become the, the bedrock in a way uh, of because when you've experienced that state um, fully like that, that that complete open-heartedness, that pure light rippling through your body, and and when I say light, it's the intelligence that's in the light that comes through you is is extraordinary. Um, it's timeless, and so it's been a reference point for me for the rest of my life. Um, I can imagine. I did, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I did spend many years trying to get back to it, <laughs> and then I gave up with that, and I realised that. I, mean, I didn't give up searching, but I gave up with that desperation, and I and then I settled in, into mm -hmm. a different and a pace, and that's where I am now. Yeah. So you had this big moment. It was a huge flash, inspiration. You saw your destiny. You've been searching for it, but it's led you to this discovery of what you call the gene keys. Any markers, because we're always, every one of us, looking for markers, what I call signposts, on the journey. How do I get to a place where my life feels more joyful, more meaningful, where maybe even the word easier is a word we could apply, but at least that feeling of flow, and especially here on Modern Love Radio, we want to know what these spiritual principles can do to help us with our love lives because that is one of the big challenges for modern people 
Yes, isn't it? <laughs> um, it's it's an ongoing uh, practice of mine, really, and it's something that in in the Gene Keys work that is the heart of the work, really. Is I I the Gene Keys invite you to place your relationships right at the core of your life, and actually to let your relationships become the heart of your spiritual path. Um, and there aren't you know one of the things I've realized is there aren't very many teachers or teachings that are truly teaching about relationships I mean there, there's there are some um, but it's it is I, I real I've realized why because it's so difficult <laughs> uh, and it demands so much of us to use our relationships as a mirror to look back into into ourselves constantly and to observe our patterns and to own everything as coming from inside us and so that's what the gene keys is a it allows you to it gives you the tools well that's to the hardest thing of all isn't it richard yeah that's the most difficult thing because it is so much easier to say it's you yes, you're the one with the problems and if you yeah. would change this relationship would be so much better yeah so i it's a good place to begin is like always assume it's you <laughs> That's that's what I do. I always assume it's me. Whatever it is, whatever the issue is, it's me. And I start from there. And so I never assume it's the other. And uh and that is where the kind of foundation of the Gene Keys work is. It's it's a deep work of transformation and uh and it's a it's a work of heart opening as you have probably discovered for yourself. And I think one of the things that I've also realized is that the mind can open in a flash, like the experience I had, you know, that you can see, but the heart, unless you're very lucky, it will open in layers, and it's more comfortable opening in layers, because there is... Now, when you say open the heart, for those yeah. who haven't heard that term, or had any exposure to spiritual and mystical teachings, what does opening the heart mean? Well, you know that if you put your palm on your chest and you feel that feeling if you your reference point is whenever you've ever felt the feeling of being in love that's having those are moments when your heart is truly open a moment when your heart it's not just your heart it's your whole body is open and vibrating and resonating and listening and and you're alive at a at a in a dimension that is extraordinary and that in love feeling that we have is a little bit similar to having a truly open heart so it's about having that incredible connection that's streaming through you i mean for most people they've they've forgotten that feeling they're seeking it you know we're all seeking it we're seeking it constantly in the outside world to try and find it and actually it's inside us so when we talk about having an open heart we're really talking about that feeling of spiritual connection right to our core hmm. yeah. yes I think most people can relate almost yeah. everyone at least I hope everyone has <laughs> had that experience of being in love and if you haven't you just hang in there because that's what we're working toward so Richard explain what the gene keys are and given that we have people uh, in our audience who are very familiar with your work and people who aren't familiar, just 
you know, go from the most basic to maybe the more advanced explanation of gene keys and, and why it's important to each of us as individuals. Sure. I mean, the gene keys are, are based on the correspondence of the ancient Chinese I Ching with modern genetics. Now, that sounds like a mouthful. But the, the Chinese I Ching is, a, is an ancient system of of tracking the seasons and the cycles of the universe. It's an incredible system. And uh, it happens to dovetail exactly with the structure of DNA, which is very interesting because it was discovered 5,000 years ago, but it has the same mathematic principles. So, Yeah, which I never realized. You know, I, I have yeah. this crazy piece of my own personal history, and I've never talked about this, so I'll have to say it. I was adopted in to the family of Helmut Wilhelm, the son of Richard Wilhelm, the first person to translate the I Ching from wow. Chinese to a Western language. So when I found the gene keys based on the I Ching, now my only experience, and many of you may have known the I Ching in this guide, it was used as kind of a fortune-telling tool, a little bit of an oracle, as well yes. as tracking the stars and all all that, but this fortune telling approach, I think a lot of Westerners know it in that guise. Yes, exactly, and it and it's become popularized like that. But it has it had a much deeper uh, connotation, and in fact, it was a spiritual practice. It still is for some people who who really know how to work with it. Um, it's a deep spiritual practice that allows you to connect and contemplate the meaning of life as it's occurring. So the meaning of every event, the inner cause behind every event, and the pattern, the the in a way the cosmic pattern that is occurring in each moment, and where that. Well, give us an example, Richard. Give us an example of a cosmic pattern that could be unfolded in one's life right now. For example, we just got a yeah, question sure. here. This question well, is from Susie, who says. You just said, I have to take responsibility, or essentially it's my fault that my husband's been cheating. I'm devastated by the cheating. How is it my fault? Mm -hmm. Well, that's a very good question. It's not that it's your fault, but that the teaching is yours, and, and, and you need to claim what that teaching is because it's happened for a reason. And obviously, it's very hurtful, and it's very difficult, and it's challenging. Um, but it's a but it it happens all the time. But what most people do is they immediately just go into the blame. But actually, if you were to really look at well, what is the root cause inside me of the feeling that I'm having of the you know what where does it really come from? Where what is in this for me? What is the teaching for me in order? If there was something that you had to do in order to prevent it from occurring again in your life, either with him or sometime way down the road, what would that be? What is it? What is the root cause? And that's what's of interest to me and to the and that's what the gene keys will will invite you to look at. Well, what is the journey in that very very difficult tender thing that's occurring in your life? Um, so that's the question I'd begin with. Obviously, it's uh, the journey into the question is going to take you through some really interesting, uh, challenging 
areas inside you. Um, but that's where I'd begin. So yeah, it's not about fault. Uh, it's not about taking the blame on you, but it's about looking at that at some level as an opportunity. Because there, you know, one of the things that um, the we've learned from the from the Eastern perspective is this notion of karma that things happen for a reason, and that there may be a gift that's hiding in the shadow and uh, of that experience. That's certainly the the sort of central tenet of the gene keys that every gear, every shadow, which is a, a difficulty, every shadow contains a gift. So what is the gift? That's so you want to begin from that, and it's going to take you a while to find out what that is if you have the courage to look and go on that journey. Does that make sense? So how would the gene keys, the book? It certainly makes sense, Richard, and I hope it makes sense for those like Susie who are facing challenges and feeling maybe helpless and victimized, you feel a lot less victimized if you can say, what can I learn from this experience? How can it help me on my journey? It immediately says there's something more, and I like the way you phrased it, that there's a gift hiding in the shadow. So how yes. would the gene keys, if we put the book, book in Susie's hand right now, to help her find the gift in the shadow? Well, the gene keys is a, it. It's a journey in itself. Okay, so there are three elements to the journey. One is the book, and the book is 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 like uh, it's going to be your your companion throughout the journey. And the second component, which is vital, is your, is called your profile, your hologenetic profile. It's called the Gene Keys profile. And your profile you can get online through GeneKeys.com. And uh, your profile, what it does is it shows you the patterns that, which are called Gene Keys, specific psychological, emotional traits that you've inherited from birth. And the profile, by the way, is calculated from the time of your birth, um, but it's not astrology as such. Um, uh, and it gives you a kind of um, like a map of your journey so you can begin to work with that profile and then the book and the third component is a program that I've created that helps you to to kind of take the journey it leads you by the hand step by step it's like me taking you through the journey on your own step by step into that profile and what it means and what each one of so those places... So essentially, the Gene yeah. Keys... Right. The first part yeah. of it is the Gene Keys getting your profile says, okay, we're going to visit Australia. The second yeah. part is, okay, this is the map. And the third part of it is, you are the guide on the journey and you take us by the hand. Is that essentially how it works? Yes. It's a self-study in that sense. When I say I'm the guide, I'm I'm the program guides you but I've written the program in a, such a way and it's written and it's webinars and it's and it's contemplations essentially the the whole way in which you enter into this is through the process of contemplation so you take you know you're looking at very profound issues like one of the first places you look at is what is my purpose in life what is my purpose my deep core purpose where is that inside mm -hmm. me? And you begin from there, 
before you go to relationships and before you can dive deeper into the reasons behind things in your relationships you have to get a sort of grounding in your purpose so that you've got that fundamental feeling of yes this is me and then you can launch in deeper so you will have a specific gene key there are 64 of them you have a so Richard why can I ask you something here yeah. why do we need to be grounded in our purpose before we discover what's going on in the relationship how does that connect well it's a good question if you're not if you if you you need to be grounded in your purpose in order that it's you that's going into the relationship otherwise it's not you it's a set of patterns that are conditioned from your childhood that are going into the relationship so you actually it's not the real you that's having the relationship it's a kind of false reality that's been created so you've got to begin with the feeling of this is me and uh, and so there's some preliminary work that has to begin just before you can dive into that emotional terrain so you start with the physical and then you move into the emotional um, so I have to know yeah. me and love me in order to love you is that the path we're going down that's pretty much what it is yeah that's pretty much. And as I was saying, you, there's a specific gene key. There are 64 of them, and they have, they're archetypes in that sense. They're genetic archetypes, and they have three levels. They Give have us an example of an archetype, archetype would you, um, you mean by what, that? Yeah, one of the gene keys. There are three levels. So if I take the sixth gene key, for example, then the shadow of the sixth gene key is conflict. Okay? And then the gift is diplomacy, and then the highest level the essence, which I call the city, it's a Sanskrit word, it means divine gift, is peace. So you go from conflict to diplomacy to peace. Now, if your purpose is... Most held, people are stuck in conflict, so listen up, yeah. listen up. I spend all day every day working with couples in our classes and seminars, and, and most yeah. people believe that conflict is the only way to live as a couple and that it's inevitable. Absolutely. We're even told it's healthy to argue sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, diplomacy is what grows out of conflict. So you have to learn how to communicate cleanly as yourself with another. That's what comes out of conflict. That's the gift. So your question with the lady who has the very challenging situation, that one of the beautiful things that could emerge is a new way of communicating between that couple, between him and her. You know, the the ability to communicate and to learn diplomacy. Diplomacy in the deepest way, sense, you know, to be able to empathize, to hear someone else speak, to take it in, not to react, and then to just take that in and then to return calmly, cleanly, with courtesy, to be able to communicate. And mm -hmm. most couples don't have that ability very easily especially when things are intense right exactly and it is such a key to be able to respond from compassion because of yep. course compassion is one of the great powers of the heart so we're back again to this need to move out of the condition pattern now for those who don't understand how we come by condition patterns Certainly, looking at what you learned as a child, 
just being exposed to whatever was going on around you, parents, teachers, and siblings. We absorb all of that. But, Richard, you go deeper. You say it's not just what we are experiencing as children. You know, the brain picks up those patterns. But you say that we actually are born with some of this in our genes, which is why we're talking about the genes as keys. Yes. Yes, it's certainly been my experience. Is that uh, you know I, I call it the sacred wound. I'm not the first person to call it that, and it is the it is the flaw that exists in all living organisms. Everything has a flaw, of, uh, you know. If, uh, it, and when I say flaw, it's it's not a it's not a mistake in the sense that it's meant to be there. It's actually what makes life interesting. It's what makes life occur. It's what makes life life. Is that there's a flaw. And that flaw is what, you know, when it when it's passed down through generation to generation to generation, it passes these patterns into our blood through our ancestral DNA. So we inherit these patterns. We inherit this shadow, this wound, this work. It, it, the, the Eastern people, they call it karma. You know, we inherit the karma. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. In the West, we people sometimes say it's a generational curse. Yes, absolutely. And those curses exist, but they can be broken and they can be worked on. And as you said, through compassion and through self-compassion and patience and understanding and a a higher vision. You see, you have to be able to see what's above. When we talked about conflict and then diplomacy and then the highest is peace. If you don't have a vision for peace, inside you if you don't believe, you've got to get to that place first where peace is possible for you and a peaceful relationship is possible even though you don't see it very often around you every now and again you'll come across a peaceful relationship in the world right we all know some we all know one so it does exist so knowing it exists you have to hold that as a vibration as an ideal to begin with and then you begin to work towards that and you ha- and that's the process of working through the gene keys with these shadows you have to work in you have to move into these shadows and begin to disable them so you have to be able to see them and how they work and then understand them and then let them and go and at the same time this, at the very same moment what you're saying is we look at because you lay it out beautifully in the gene keys book I really appreciate the way it's laid out you say, here's the shadow, and then at the top, there are three things here. The CD, here's the gift. Yeah. And so we know we're aiming, if we're moving from conflict, we know we're aiming for peace. And it's kind of like saying, I'm going to climb uh, climb Mount Shasta. That's the yeah. highest peak in our area. I have to know I'm going to climb it. And then I can equip myself for the journey. I can get the help I need to climb that journey. And if you haven't done any mountain climbing, I think that's a really good idea, everyone. So, Richard, this book, your work, is so tremendously inspiring because it does point to the mountain peaks. So each of us can say, I'm capable of more. I'm capable of climbing that mountain and getting there. And the book is a guide. Your system is a guide. Yeah. It is. It gives you a view of your enlightened self or your awakened self or your you at your zenith or you as a genius. 
it really, really asks you to look at yourself like that. And it challenges you to look at yourself like that and to hold that vision and to walk around through your life holding that and also to hold it for others. So you hold it for your husband and you hold it for your wife and you hold it for your children. And because you're holding that vision of them and the Gene Keys help you because they give you these words like compassion and you know peace and all these you know and they help you to apply them to the people around you and go well actually deep down inside you know he is peaceful I've seen him in those moments and so if you hold that around those people you have a much clearer communication with them because they sense it you know most of communication is 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 not on the surface it's underneath and uh, so this is a very practical knowledge you can apply it immediately Mm, I really love what you just said because this for me of course is the key to all of my work which is that there is so much that we say that we never say in words you know it comes through our beliefs it comes through our feelings so as we're working and I really want everyone I must say this to you run don't even walk. Run and go pick up Gene Keys by Richard Rudd. Check out GeneKeys.com where you can get your own Gene Key profile for free, which is very generous, Richard. And get started looking at, gee, what is my own particular pattern in the Gene Keys and how do I move to my own genius self? and awaken that genius that's there because there is a genius in everyone. There truly is. And everyone has a different kind of genius. And I'm just going to hark back, Richard, quickly to a question I got from a mom who has a special needs child. And she said, well, how can you say this child has genius? I said, well, what is that child good at? And she said, oh, well, I take this child, uh, it was a, a boy, and she said, I take him to the horse ring where there's a special program for children with special needs and he's the one that leads the horses around the ring with the other children who can't walk riding the horse. He's the one that helps to brush the horses down and and Mm -hmm. clean the saddles. He loves doing that. I said, that's a genius. Mm -hmm. He's great with horses. Yeah, well, he obviously has an acute sensitivity to animals. Yes, yes, and that is a gift. So tell us, now we only have a few minutes. I wish we had hours. I could just (laughs) talk to you for hours and hours. I'm finding this personally so uplifting, and I'm thinking of all the couples I work with and how I can help them apply this in their relationships at an even deeper level. Richard, if there's one thing that you would say about modern people wanting to create deep, connected love in their lives, or if they're single and they're looking for love, what would you say Gene Keys could help those people with? I think I'll repeat what I said earlier, which is you have, you know, it can help you to have this ideal. You can, you know, you you have to have an ideal your ideal relationship now, and that doesn't mean you know you expect it to be perfect 
but it means that you, you it, it's a feeling that you have inside and you know that it's always there you can emanate that ideal and so you can look at your partner or your you know the people around you and you can see the very very best in them even when they're at their worst you can still remember underneath there is this other being and right now we're just seeing something different but underneath is something beautiful so I would say that having that ideal and and creating that and having the feeling of that is uh, one of the most important things to carry through life it will give you a much much happier life Richard, would you just give us your deepest wisdom and show us the way? How can Jane Keys help modern people seeking deep, connected love? Whether they're single, married, widow, divorce, uh, LGBTQ, what is it that Jane Keys can help us with in our love lives? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, I would say that... And of course, you know, Richard, I want to know how it's going to help me in my love life. So <laughs> lay it on me. Yeah. Well, I would say it's something quite simple, but it's very, very deep. It's to have an ideal and and to breathe life into that ideal. So you have an ideal of how your life is. And it's not a, a kind of wish for the future being better. It's just this is how you know life can be. And... Um, ha- you can there are so many ways of creating that ideal inside yourself you can think it you could populate it with uh, you know you use your imagination it's a it's a it's something you begin to get a sense of like when i had that flash of light at the beginning early in my life it's given me an ideal it's got, i know that that is possible for everyone i know that a a perfect relationship is possible for everyone and so that's what the gene keys give you they give you this this ideal world and it's not something in the future it's here now and that's what you have to understand and that's what you have to carry with you in your life and in your relationships and with your children and with your it's it's here now it's not some dream far off in the future but you have to really really hold that consistently and that's the challenge mm, that is powerful to hold the ideal and say that it's all ready and to put, because of course, any thought we think, anything we give attention to, we're giving energy and it expands. We want to expand the ideal by, yeah. as you say, breathing into it. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and it certainly it. does work. You said earlier, this is true in our love lives. And if you're single, to hold the ideal and see that your partner is here now. Mm. Yes? Yes, and put that frequency into your body, into your DNA. Let your whole being soak it, it up. And it, not only will you feel good, because it'll feel, it feels good, you know, to have that going on inside you, but it also you, you emanate that ideal, which means you, you're much more mm. likely to, to draw it in. That's right, because everyone knows all energy is magnetic. Come on, everybody. We've been working on those principles. That's fabulous. And what Richard's describing is a process. This is something I do at the beginning of every one of our mastermind classes. We do what's called a virtualization. That means you can see it, hear it, touch it, taste it, and smell it. 
it gets that real. So, Richard Rudd, my goodness, thank you so very, very much for making time all the way from lovely South Devon. I'll have to visit on my next trip to the U.K. and see the jutting cliffs and the rushing rivers and hopefully say hello to you. And thank you for this powerful message. I'd love to have you back again as a guest and to bring you to the Bay Area to do some retreats in this area with all of us. So thank you. Blessings, everyone. Check Richard out, genekeys.com. Get your own Gene Keys profile. Please pick up the book, Gene Keys. It's a huge, delicious book. I take it everywhere with me and have learned so much. And I encourage you to see yourselves, every one of you, as the ideal person that you are. You are already so lovable. I love you. Blessings, everyone. Blessings, Richard. Thank, Thank you, you to LeGrand Green, our producer. Thank you to Cliff Dunn, our associate producer. And what a joyful time this has been. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>